having a higher purpose for your business really changes the ball game. It changes the way you view your business and it changes the way you show up as well. Today, I'm showing up not for myself. I'm showing up for the business owners whose lives are making a difference. And, and that itself puts me in such a positive mindset to tackle any of the, the obstacles or the struggles that come my way. Welcome to Moments with Chrissy. It's been a long time coming and there is a reason for that. It's because today we do have a very special guest. So I'm really excited to bring you Prit into this conversation. Small introduction on who Prit is. Prit is also known as the marketing nomad, is an entrepreneur, business owner, podcaster, YouTuber, digital nomad, and nano influencer. So a lot of hats if you've noticed and she has a lot of zest for life that's why you have heard that and so in this conversation we'll be hearing her story her journey to how she came to be and i myself am excited to learn about it so i hope that you are as well so without further ado here i am welcoming prit hi prit hi chrissy it's so nice to be on your podcast i am so excited i think that today's episode is going to be super super fun Thank you so for having me. Of course. Yeah, I'm so glad that you we connected and I'm really glad that um, because season two is probably going to have a, a kind of big break before season three happens. So I'm really glad that we get to have this conversation before any of that happens. So I'm super pumped. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So Before we dive into the deeper stuff, which I do like and really enjoy, I do want our audience and for myself to get to know you a little bit better. So I'll be throwing out some random questions your way um, and give me a thumbs up when you're ready. Yes, absolutely. Let's go. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. So Prit, would you rather go to the mountains or swim in the ocean? Swim in the ocean. That was quick. <laughs> yes. Water. You love the water? I my yeah, a lot of water. I'm a water baby. I absolutely love the water. So there's no question about it. <laughs> okay, awesome. Um, would you rather have sweet food throughout the week or savory foods or salty food? Savory. I don't right. eat too much sweet, actually. I don't know. I don't have a sweet tooth. It's unfortunate because, you know, I see all of these cakes and, and all of <laughs> delicious looking stuff and I'm like no I can't eat it I don't I, I, I don't know I just physically can't eat sweet stuff that is a fortunate <laughs> thing trust me <laughs> I'm a sweet tooth so it's hard to resist oh, oh. <laughs> yeah so awesome and I guess it's a follow-up what is your favorite favorite savory or salty food I guess it would have to be lasagna I'm <laughs> I love lasagna it's just absolute my absolute favorite <laughs> Okay, that's good to know for anyone out there, friends, family. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> if you want to be my friend, you probably have to make lasagna for me. <laughs> yeah. Make sure it's a thick layer. It's a lasagna. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. And one of my last few questions, um, if you were, you had to, you don't have to think about time, money, and all of that, where would you go right at this moment? like a place yes I think I would go to Singapore 
<laughs> I'm really missing the food over there. And I would just hop on a plane and just head over there and eat as much as I can. It's uh, not the answer you were expecting, but... <laughs> we'll dive but, more oh, into God, that, I'm really sure. Miss, I miss the food there so much. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's lots of savory food in Singapore. Oh, sure. so much. Yeah. <laughs> and last question, Prit, and this is definitely one of my favorite questions to ask is, what is your spirit animal? Oh, it's a butterfly. Uh, and it's a, yes. share with us. <laughs> yeah, share with us how you relate to a butterfly. So when I um, when I grew up, I always had like a very strong um, kind of I, I loved butterflies and I didn't realize, you know, that it was actually my spirit animal until when I grew up. And I now I look back in my life, each of my life has been divided into very distinct phases where I've had a massive transformation. So the person I was in all of those phases, you can't even recognize the person that I am today. And I think that that is what is so beautiful about the butterfly is that it gracefully transforms through and change is one of the biggest things that you associate with the butterfly. And I think that the person that I am today has evolved in a lot of ways. And, you know, to an extent where the people who've known me in those phases actually had to relearn the person that I am today. And that's exactly what happens with a butterfly as well. Um, you know, you, you can't even recognize it from when it was a caterpillar. And I think that's why it is my spirit animal. It's something that I connect very deeply to. That's so beautiful. That's really beautiful. And I'm sure that we'll discover more about that in your journey. And it's amazing. I like the phrase or the statement that you mentioned where some people don't even recognize the person that I am today. And I'm, I'm really wanted to dive into that um, a little bit later on, because that's definitely a huge part, especially in our twenties and thirties. I think those are the parts where we get to try and experiment on who we are and what our identity is and we pursue it. Right. So yes. Thank you so much for sharing that, Prit. Before we dive into the deeper stuff, as I mentioned a while ago, I do want, want to give you the platform to kind of share with us a little bit of a summary of who Prit is. Who is Prit? What's your story? Okay. <laughs> What's my story? So uh, I basically, as Chrissy said, I am a business owner. I'm a digital entrepreneur. I'm a location independent marketing consultant. And I'm an Etsy shop owner, I'm a YouTuber, I'm a podcaster, I'm a nano influencer. And my main mission and the life purpose that I found for myself is that I want to help as many business owners as possible across the world to confidently implement their marketing and business strategies. And I think that each of my platforms are also geared towards that, you know, helping people live a more enriching life, having conversations like exactly the conversations that I'm having with Chrissy at this moment where, you know, we can actually help other people to make a difference in some sort of way in the way they look at their life or in the way that they implement maybe some of the lessons that we have learned in our life. So that basically is me. I have uh, an incredible zest for life. I think that life is very, very beautiful. I think that life happens for us. And I also love Bollywood dancing. <laughs> that is something that I'm absolutely crazy about. And yeah, that's, that's just who I am. That's a little bit about me. 
That's awesome. So I love the hobby part because that wasn't part of your bio. And I always love like that <laughs> extra spice and someone's kind of day to day. So why don't we start with that? Start with something light. Like what brought, what do you do currently to enhance that interest and master that kind of skill, I guess, in Bollywood dancing? What, what draws you to it? That's such a beautiful question, Chrissy, um, because I think it's also very important to have a hobby uh, mm -hmm. that you are super, super passionate about. I think it helps you maintain a very good work-life balance. So I really like the question when you, you know, you kind of hinted that you have to actually have a hobby right now, you know, so how do you incorporate that? I love that. So I've been dancing ever since I can remember, like even before I could walk, I was probably dancing oh. according to my <laughs> so for me, I, I grew up learning um, Bollywood dancing, and it was just something that I was very, very passionate about. And all through college, all through my engineering days, um, that was definitely something that I'm very grateful for, because if I did not have the level of passion that I had for dance, I would not have taken the career path that I did today. And it was because of my passion for dance that I realized I wanted to be that passionate about something that I could pursue as my career. And it was then that I realized that probably engineering wasn't the best fit for me because I was not passionate about it. So I have to contribute my passion for dancing uh, for making me realize that something was off in that equation. And it is something that I will never take for granted, you know, my passion for dancing. and. Um, Today, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, I do Bollywood dancing on my Instagram page. I show people my quirky side and, you know, they absolutely love it. And it's a way for me to, I guess, de-stress as well from, from, you know, the craziness that goes on with managing a business and running um, the business from ground up. So that is how I incorporate my passion for dancing. Whatever messages that I wish to convey to the people, like, you know, life lessons or even just sharing them details about my life, I communicate it through my Bollywood dancing. And uh, that has been something that a lot of people have realized uh, that it suits me. It is who I am as a person. And it took me some time to get there. You know, it took yeah. me a year of hiding my true self, um, of hiding my passion for uh, Bollywood dancing. And then today it's come to a place where, you know, I'm confident, I'm open about uh, sharing my love for Bollywood dancing in a way that helps people too. Uh, that's amazing and super wonderful. I'll be checking your Bollywood dancing. I don't think I've <laughs> noticed that, but I'll definitely check it out. And I love that you were able to reach a place where you are able to share your passions with the same audience who values your work ethic. You know, I think that's so, that's just, it's so hard to do, especially being remote during these times, right? And for you, you said it it took you some time. And yeah. what was that trigger that made you decide, you know what, I'll just show the world who I am. For me, this is take it or leave it. It doesn't matter anymore. So that's a really interesting question, Chrissy, because the thing is, I've always been authentic to myself. Like yes. it is, if there's one thing about my life that I have to take away, it's that I've always been true to myself yes. growing up, like through my engineering days and stuff like that. However, when I became a business owner, 
I thought that I had to live up to a certain image of what a business owner or an entrepreneur or a CEO should be, you know, someone who's very serious, who's extremely formal all the time. And, uh, you know, I had, there were so many people that I was looking up to and all of them had the same quality, right? And I, I thought maybe, okay, I had to be like them to be successful. So as much as I was trying to be authentic, like in the words that I spoke, in the lessons that I taught, I realized that I was actually feeling a little bit insecure about showing my real personality because I thought that that was not the way to achieve success or the people who were successful um, did not show that side of them. So it was, it was quite the journey of me like getting to become vulnerable and show my real self. I realized that I was very drained after you know shooting my youtube videos after doing my podcasts after yeah. showing up on instagram there was just so much of energy drain because one i was focusing all my energy on being someone else that i was not and mm -hmm. second i didn't like the person i was showing you know there there was a huge disconnect i wanted to be funny i wanted to yeah. make people laugh i wanted to be an entertainer which is fundamentally what i am like i've yeah. always been the so for me, it was just a huge disconnect between the person I was and the person that I was um, portraying. So I think at one point, you know, I suddenly decided it was just like wake up one day and realize I can't do this anymore. So I think that feeling just keeps building, building, building until uh... one day you lose interest in what you're doing. And it was, it was really, really not a good phase because I absolutely love being on video. I love talking. I love public speaking. I love entertaining people. And I was wondering, why is it that I was just not enjoying the process? And that's when I realized because I was just wasting so much of my energy, you know, hiding my true self. So that's when I was like, no, I'm going to put my foot down and I'm going to show my true self. And from that moment, Chrissy, I can't even begin to tell you everything changed for me. My business started picking up because people started to understand who I was as a person. They started connecting better with me. They started understanding that, hey, this girl's actually pretty funny. She's actually a nice person, you know? I think that they couldn't trust the person that I was putting forth because that was just not me. I think they could understand that I myself was uncomfortable in that position. And not just that, the amount of conversations that I had in my DMs before I was completely authentic. Um, they were like very formal. And you know, I think people were just hesitant to tell me their thoughts or, you know, you get a certain vibe from someone that maybe they are not receptive to your thoughts and stuff like that. But the minute I started communicating my true self and, you know, I started communicating my thoughts, putting my real self out there, there were just so many enriching conversations in my DMs. And I think that this is something that you understand as well, because, you know, you're so warm and friendly and, you know, on your podcast. And it really makes me as a guest feel so open to talk to you about it. But on the other hand, you know, if you had been closed off or if you had, you know, pretended to be someone else, I, I don't think that we would have the comfort level that you and I do have. So I think it, it boiled down to that. And I saw like a massive transformation. And that was amazing for me. It was really, really, I think it was also validating in a lot of ways because I was putting my true self out there. And yeah. 
at the end of the day, you know, people were responding to that in a very positive way for both my business as well as, you know, in terms of forming personal relationships. So that was beautiful for me. Uh, what a transformation. What a big transformation. And it seems like after that you aha moment, I love that you didn't just say it was just one day I woke up and it all just changed. It was, it is true. It is a buildup of you pretending to be someone that you think you are versus portraying the person that you really are right and it keeps it's like a nudge that keeps it telling you every day is this who you are are you sure <laughs> yes yes that's and so it projects true. right it also projects that's so out. True. yeah um and I'm so glad that you found you found your place and you found yourself and you were able to portray that genuinely and it's really cool how that all turned out. So with that, I'm, I'm really curious. So share us a little bit more uh, where Prit was 10 years ago, five years ago. How did you come to be become a business owner? What, where did that decision take place? Uh, Chrissy, you asked such good questions, such good questions. So, mm-hmm. all right, my story starts... Um, when I was around 18 to 22, I was doing my engineering, things just were not clicking for me. Like I told you, you know, I was passionate about dancing and I, and I was desperate to find that passion in my life for a career that I really wanted to be in. And, you know, while my friends, you know, they found their exact place being engineers, they just knew what they wanted to do. I was very lost, very anxious during those, those few years. And I And I was really scared that I would end up living my life without any passion for something or without any purpose. And I I don't know why that was so important to me. And I guess today it makes sense that I have all this passion and I have all this purpose. I guess I was always meant to do something more with my life. And I just needed to find that at that point. So this was around my second year of engineering. Um, I, I was sitting around at home during the summer holidays and my dad, like a typical Indian parent, <laughs> uh, he was like, he was like, you know, you should stop, you know, loafing around the house. You should really yeah. come get a job with me. And I was like, <clears throat> okay, <Sure>. maybe. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fine. Let's do that. <laughs> okay. So I actually ended up working for his company and, uh, I actually helped build their website, like transform it because their company was about 25 years old at the time, but they didn't have any online presence. And they had been mostly working through word of mouth up until then. And of course, they had to keep up with the times, right? So I helped them create social media pages, I worked with the team, I helped, uh, you know, finalize the kind of content that was going out the website, what was good on it, what was not. And I realized that I had a knack for it. I don't know, like how I had a knack, but I just had this instinct of what to do and what not to do, what made sense, what did not make sense, how to go about it, and all of those things. I didn't think too much about it because I didn't think at that time, I didn't think that I could actually have a career in in website designing or um, content marketing. I didn't even know what it was called, right? So I was like, yeah, okay, fine. I just liked it. I really enjoyed. Time flew by. And that was for me a sign that I was passionate about something. I came back the next two summers to complete um, the job and stuff like that. And after that, I realized, all right, I think instead of doing like I completed my engineering degree, of course, and then I realized, okay, um, I think I will just do my MBA right right after this. 
So I applied to universities in the US and I got into a few of them. And then I decided to move forward with the one in Rochester. It's called Rochester Institute of Technology. Their MBA program was absolutely fantastic. And it was in the first semester, in the first class, um, in the marketing class, my teacher is right up there and she's asking questions just to gauge the you know, class strength and uh, what are our positives, I guess, you know, just to gauge how strong we were in marketing. And here I was like a total nerd. I'm raising my <laughs> hand for every single question. I, I absolutely didn't even understand what was happening. Like I can even tell you the dress I was wearing, Chrissy. It was such a like a pivotal moment in my life, um, yeah. you know, and, you know, I, I remembered some Coca-Cola's branding campaign from 10 years ago. Um, there were so many like Maggie's marketing campaign from three years ago. All of these were things that I just knew, you know, it was unbelievable. And it was in that moment that I realized that my entire life had sort of culminated into that point, you know, all my life, I'd been looking at uh, newspaper articles. I've been reading articles online and my mind had like picked out these things as important to me or things that I really liked to know more about. Even though I didn't understand it was marketing or I didn't know it was, it had anything to do with strategy and all of those things. So it was in that moment that I realized, hey, this is something that I really like, you know, time flies by when I'm working on my marketing assignment. I'm a total nerd. I do a lot of research when it comes to submitting my assignments and I loved it. I loved every single part of it. So that's when I started focusing more on marketing and uh, trying to identify what in marketing I was truly passionate about. And it turned out it was everything. So that was not very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> that was not very helpful. Um, but, but, you know, I just absolutely immersed myself. And because I had no business degree or marketing degree, I had to work four times harder than my peers. And it was something that I did with such happiness. And for me, that was a sign. So when you do a two-year program uh, in the U.S., you get one year of work time as on your student visa. So nice. I got a job at an amazing solar firm in New York, and I had a great mentor who was the marketing manager at the firm, and you know everything was going great for me. And when you finish your one year of your student visa, you actually have to convert it from a student visa to a work visa. It's a lottery. It's a process. And what happened was my work visa didn't get processed. And that was absolutely heartbreaking for me because I remember like when I was 18 all the way to 20, 22, I was sad. I was anxious. I was fearful. I had no purpose in life. life I was really lost. I had, you know, this really warped sense of self at that point as well. And, you know, I didn't want to go back to that phase of my life. And here I was, I'd figured out my passion. I was living my best life in New York, the greatest city in the world. Yes. Um, you know, <laughs> I was, I was, you know, I was completely in my element. And suddenly it was like I was dropped 
to the bottom, you know? And again, I had to go through those feelings of being lost and not knowing what to do next, how to move forward, where to go from this. And on top of that, you know, there's a certain perception in certain societies where you have to be in a certain city, country, place, um, community for you to be successful. And so that fear also was setting in, you know, because everybody thought that my career was done for before it even began. And here I was, you know, I had just found marketing. I just found my yeah. passion, you know, yeah. and it was just horrible. It was so horrible. And I, and I actually went back to the person that I was 18 to 20, you know, feeling lost, feeling confused. But I think the positive thing from that entire experience was that I had aged a little bit more. I had a little bit more experience. It's- And I had a passion for something at this point. So even though I was feeling lost, I was feeling, you know, fearful of what the future was going to hold. I knew that whatever the next steps were for me, it would include my passion for marketing. And that I think was my saving grace in a lot of ways. That was the one that gave me that motivation to put my next foot forward. And it was around that time that I realized, well, I'm already at the rock bottom. I have to send my resume on LinkedIn why not I start something on my own and then I'll see how it goes for a year. And if it works out good, otherwise, well, I can always just put my resume on LinkedIn. Right. So I had always planned to start my own business, maybe five or 10 years down the line, but I thought, why not start now? And that I think was the triggering thought. I said, okay, well, I love marketing. I love traveling. If I want to start on my own someday, why would I be doing that? Yes, I want to help business owners with their marketing, but why would I be doing this for myself? And I realized that I wanted to start a business which would allow me to pursue my passion for marketing as well as allow me to travel the world. And for me, those were two important things. So I was like, okay, well, I want to be a nomad. I want to be, uh, you know, doing something in marketing. So marketing, nomad, nomad marketing, well, the marketing nomad. (laughs) And that was how I came up with the name for my business as well. And that's when I, I took up this identity of being the marketing nomad. And then I slowly started. I didn't immediately jump to setting up my business. I actually tried freelancing for a little while. I put up all my, um, my, my resume, so-called, my profile on all of these freelance websites. And then I think over a period of six months, it was very clear that I was finding my success in this field. I liked what I was doing. I liked that I was helping people with no borders because that was important to me. And I was helping people across the world. And that's when I realized, okay, this is going great. Um, six month, you know, check-in time. And that's when I decided... I would set up my business and that's how I set up my business while I was in India, but my business and my company is located in Claymont, Delaware. So basically that allows me to be in uh, location independent. So a digital nomad, if you say. Yeah. Oh my God. Thank you so much for walking us through that journey. And it definitely shows you that life is filled with ups and downs. Absolutely. At your peak is right. You're at the top of the world. Right? I mean, nothing yes. else can get better than that. And then life happens. Boom. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> and and it seems like it, you took it as a blessing in disguise, even though I it did. probably sucked. It sucked. Like, oh my God, it was horrible. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't the best feeling, right? But what you did was you used that as a launch pad for you to do something yes. greater. And yes. 
and currently I know you've mentioned to me that you're working with 60 different clients from eight different countries. Yes, that yes. is correct. And that's like yes. spectacular <laughs> from like being, let's say an employee to being a business owner. So yes. for you, when you started your, your business, the Marketing Nomad, amazing name, by the way, <laughs> Thank um, you. has a lot of meaning in it. Where, how, how was that like when you were starting right off the bat? It was probably exciting and nerve wracking at the same time. Um, what was your kind of, what was your process in being able to build this business? Are you, do you have a goal in mind, short term, long term, or are you taking it day by day? What is your thought process? So the thought process when I started was very different from the thought process that I had now. You have to understand that when I started, I was coming from a place of trauma. Yes. I was coming from intense pain and frustration and anger and just overwhelm. And I was yeah. having anxiety attacks and all of those things. So at that point, my mindset was to just handle it day by day. Yes. Okay. Taking each day as it came um, understanding what I was feeling in that day. I, like I said, you know, I thought I would just take it day by day for a year and then see where it went yes. and then decide because I personally, um, given that my life had suddenly taken a turn, yeah. I wasn't confident in even thinking too far ahead because I was yes. like, what is the point? Um, you know, I thought of a beautiful life in New York. I thought of how my life would go and that didn't work out. So what is the point of me thinking this way? And I mm -hmm. think that that came from a lot of pain. Um, I, I guess that was just the way I was processing um, whatever had happened. So for me at that point in time, it was day by day, you know, I would, uh, there were days where it was really hard for me to wake up in the morning. So understanding that I, the first step was to wake up in the morning. The mm -hmm. second step was to maybe work an hour on my business. This was um, a little bit before I had even left New York. So mm -hmm. the date of my flight was coming in and then slowly, you know, understanding what would, if the website is done, then what would the services that I was going to be offering, getting a domain name, all of those things. So it, yeah. it all happened step by step. I yes. did not um, think of it as, okay, I have to do all of these things and then we'll just do them one by one. It wasn't like that. I did one step, finished that step, and then I thought about what to do next. And I think that that was very helpful um, for me to make peace with what happened as well at that point of time, because I wasn't like, I was already so overwhelmed. I was already in so much of pain. So seeing one, each step getting accomplished was actually building my confidence bit by bit because um, my confidence at that point, I mean, I'm a very, very confident person. So if I have to say that my confidence was absolutely in the dumps at that point, um, it's a pretty big deal. And for me to slowly bring it up, those little steps helped. So I think that at that point of time, that was my best course of action. And I'm, I'm really glad that I took it one step at a time. No, that's really good. Uh, I'm glad that, at that. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad that you brought up that it's not easy coming from a place of trauma. And, and that is very genuine and human and, yes. and vulnerable. Um, definitely not easy for, you know, entrepreneurs to just bring up. Yeah, you know, I went through pain and trauma because all you see in social media is 
Mm. you know, the successful, the successful moments, right? And for you, I I do want to hear a little bit more about what would you say is when you say that you've gone through that painful part of your process, um, what, what was your healing process? What on the, on the personal side of things, you said you woke up, took it day by day. Was there anything that stood out for you that, you know, helped you remind yourself that, Hey, there's more out there. Um, definitely such a beautiful question. Um, now that I'm looking back. So, um, it was around this period that I started getting anxiety attacks, like really, really, um, bad anxiety attacks because I would be one minute just staring blank at the wall and the next minute my heart would suddenly start racing and I I just would not know what to do next and and all of those things so for me I think one of the biggest things that really helped me with healing was meditation Mm -hmm. and um, it it was just transformative so I had actually been exposed to meditation um, when I was in grade three And uh, my teacher, we actually had yoga classes as part of my school curriculum. I used to always laugh at it, honestly. I, it, it just never made sense to me. Um, meditation was just something that I was like, no, I can't turn off my brain. There's just too many things going off inside that and stuff like that. So all my life, basically, I had scoffed at meditation. And I think it was in that moment where I was just so desperate, Chrissy. I was just, I really just wanted something to click for me. I just really wanted something to calm me down. And that's when I turned to meditation. I said, okay, you know what, let's try this. Everybody talks about it. Let's, let's try it. And it took, I think a few days, I wouldn't say that it happened immediately, but over time, like, you know, I I would have like long periods of meditation today. It's, it's just 30 minutes before I sleep. But uh, during that period of my life, you know, it was very long hours of meditation putting on some music and just calming myself down. Over time, I was able to realize, um, you know, how to be more present, how to stop worrying about the future. And then from my thoughts being all over the place, they slowly started calming down. They started structuring themselves. And, you know, it was through this um, meditation process that, you know, it's kind of like the YouTube algorithm where you click a meditation um, video and then slowly all of these videos about life purpose and, yeah. you know, uh, all of those things kind of show up, right? So <laughs> thanks I, to I, YouTube. <laughs> it yes, thanks to the algorithm. Yeah. So, you know, I started watching these videos on, you know, how to ground yourself, how to be more present. And then I started, uh, you know, listening to people who have been through similar stuff in their life, not the visa per se, but handling trauma, overcoming trauma, how they managed to do it. And that's when, you know, the whole one step, it's okay, being kind, being patient with yourself, not wanting to jump too far ahead, just taking one day at a time. Those are all really, really um, good advice that I had seen other people doing for their life as well. They may not have posed it as advice, but that's what they did with their life. And I was like, you know, that's a good idea. Instead of thinking too far ahead, let me just take the next step. What's the next thing I have to do? Learn how to wake up in the morning. You know, um, simple things like cook for myself. There was at one point I was just having ice cream for dinner for like two or three weeks in a row because I was just that crushed and I just... I wasn't having breakfast, everything was haywire, it was just such a mess. So I think first off was 
learning how to become the person who was capable of starting her own business. I think that was the journey for me, you know, becoming the shell of a, like, you know, I was the shell of a person. Like I was anxious all the time, fearful. I was not confident, insecure, um, you know, just so many things. And then I think that entire process of, I think it was a good six months was learning how to, first understanding who was the person that I needed to become to be able to handle a business, to start a business on her own and to work towards achieving that dream. So first it was outlining. That was like, I literally just took out my business journal and I started writing who is the person that I need to be. I wrote down every possible things. This is also something that I do every single year. But at that time, I didn't know that I was going to do that activity every single year. Yeah. I just did that. And then the next page, I flipped the page over and then I just started writing how, you know, how do I get there? What, what are the actions I do? And then it was, it started off simple, cook one meal a day, at least, um, you know, uh, you know, wake up in the morning at a consistent time instead of all over the place, mm-hmm. do meditation at least for 30 minutes in the morning when you wake up 30 minutes in the evening when you wake up journal every single day, it was these little, little steps that actually brought me to become the person who could handle uh, starting her own business. Yeah, and it's great. It's great that you've documented. I find that when your thoughts are all over the place, yes. the best, your best friend would be pen and paper, right? Absolutely. Journaling and meditation, these are two things that I recommend, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and what's awesome is you can always look back and read your thoughts. Yes. And sometimes you laugh about it. You're like, what? I was thinking <laughs> yes. of this. <laughs> and then you feel so humbled, right? Because, wow, absolutely. it took you this that was your journey to get to where you are right now and the mindset that you've mentioned previously was that you're completely a different person than where you were the last time right yes and absolutely how was that so who was who was you before and who are you now and how how was your support did your support system change or how did they it kind of respond to that change I'm curious Okay, so the person that I was before, um, I think, like I said, each of my life, different, different phases. I think during my engineering, I was extremely hot tempered. I was extremely blunt. I was, I think that because I was not able to find my passion for life because I was so fearful, I think I was acting out in a lot of ways. And, uh, you know, I had a lot of friends, uh, but not really, I would say, fruitful relationships or relationships that matter. There was a lot of drama in my life at that point. So I guess I loved the drama, but then I also didn't realize how much the drama was affecting my mental health. Mm. So during my engineering days, definitely one phase where um, my mental health was gone for a toss. I was not happy in my life. I was um, acting out in a lot of ways. And uh, that was one, one person that I was. When I moved to New York, I had found my passion for marketing. I'd calmed down as a person. I'd become very mellow because I knew I I had a goal. I had something to work for. And, uh, you know, everything was just all set in my life. Mm -hmm. Everything made sense. But uh, sometime around, you know, during my uh, MBA days, I think that uh, the, my friend circle was becoming smaller and smaller. I was becoming more selective about the people I was allowing into my life. Um, I was becoming more selective about, 
what I wanted to, um, the kind of life that I wanted to have and versus the life that I had now. So my MBA time was a period of transition for me, learning how to communicate my feelings in a positive way, um, you know, how to express myself, how to be confident in my emotions, because I think I'd always been very critical about the fact that I was emotional as a person, mm -hmm. like I experienced emotions in a very deep way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, learning to be kind and patient with myself, but, um, you know, my perception of kind and patient was just handling that or, you know, being okay with the fact that um, I was emotional and all of those things, accepting myself. But um, I, I don't think that I was entirely kind and patient to myself. I had like this inclination towards self-deprecating humor. Mm -hmm. So um, the conversations yeah. that I was having with other people started becoming the conversations that I was having with myself. So I think that period of my life during my MBA um, was definitely a little bit mellow and calm. But at the same time, I don't think that I had completely understood what it meant to have a happy and fulfilling life. So that was that phase of my life. And then when the crash happened, as I call it, mm -hmm. um, I had to rebuild every single thing, you know, yeah. that included what I understood as life, what I wanted from life. And it was at that point that, you know, I came up with three negotiables. What are the three negotiables for my life? And they are peace of mind, uh, happiness and stability. These were three things that I realized were super, super important for me. So then because I down to a point where I, I had, I didn't know where to go. I stuck onto these three negotiables and I started building my life based on those three negotiables. So it started from scratch and then slowly the people in my life now, it's a very tight circle. Um, you know, I'm very strict about who I let into my life, the boundaries that I hold, the relationships that I have, not just that, um, even in terms of my confidence, the way I speak to myself, my orientation towards mindset, mental health is very, very strong right now. Um, you know, and my determination, my passion, all of those, I think, multiplied um, in the last two years. It's just uh, the person that I was during my MBA, you know, she was still figuring life out. But today, I, I wouldn't say I figured life out, but I think that I've got a pretty good hang of um, learning how to deal with change and learning how to take each day as it comes, but at the same time, be optimistic and hope for the best in the future. Yeah, I can sense a lot of good energy coming out of you. Thank and you. <laughs> it's really great that the way you were explaining it, I can sense that you're really passionate and you've come to terms to who you generally are. And there's this, like, I don't know, I, I'm like very sensitive <laughs> with energy. And yes, I can sense yes. that there's this energy field that really resonates that, you know, this is who I am. I've come to terms that, you know, anything yes. and everything can happen. But I'm yes. happy with where I am but right I'm now, happy. right? <laughs> yes, and, absolutely. Yeah, and and Prit, I'm glad you 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 mentioned about your three negotiables. I think that's super important because that's your compass, right? The, yes, that's basically my absolute your compass. your decisions revolve around. Okay, is this going to bring me peace of mind? Is this going to bring me happiness? Right. If it doesn't, then maybe it's not the best route, or maybe I can explore other paths for myself. Absolutely. Uh, so beautiful, but. Thank you so much for sharing that. And now I do want to learn more. Where do you see yourself in the future? Where is Prit heading towards to? What does that look like? 
Oh, Crit wants to travel a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the nomad has has yes <laughs> has stayed in one place for too long. <laughs> for too long, too long, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, my business is almost getting to a point where um, you know I can afford to travel now because I started from absolute zero. Mm-hmm. Um, I put in all my savings into this, and I didn't take any monetary help from my parents as well, even though they have been absolute you know biggest supporters in my entire uh, journey. So um, but I personally just didn't want to um, take any financial support from them from this. So I basically put in all my savings, which wasn't a lot to be honest, because I had just started working in New York as well so you know I had to start from ground zero with absolutely earning zero dollars a month and then slowly building up to 150 a month and then um, slowly 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 to where I am today so my business is almost at a point where I, I think I can afford to travel at some point um, in the in the pretty close future I guess I would say so for me I think the future for me is um, traveling as much as possible while running the business that I love while helping business owners across the world to lead a more enriching life, to help them confidently implement marketing strategies. And that's where I see this going. I, I, I see this, you know, me doing this for a very, very long time in my life. Yes. Well, I'm very, very excited for you. And I hope you get to visit <laughs> Canada. because Yes, very, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> not during winter time, I would not suggest that. Um, but <laughs> during the summer times, I would highly suggest checking out. Oh, I love Canada. the snow, Chrissy. I mean, I <laughs> lived in Rochester for two years. So I absolutely love the snow. I, I love every bit of it and I, I've actually experienced snowstorms so I oh, probably that's... would come to Canada in the in the winter I'm pretty sure I would <laughs> yeah I think we had this in our previous conversation that you love the cold so yes I do I do I would probably not like the summer um <laughs> so I I love the winter yes I okay let me rephrase that come here for the winter time absolutely Chrissy absolutely yeah. and go up to the mountains I think that's something oh, you yes. would definitely enjoy yeah that's awesome well I'm really excited for your future and I'm definitely going to be looking out to see where life takes you and I'll be cheering for you and hoping the best for you because I've witnessed the energy that you have right now and I'm I'm sure that it would exponentially grow and it would benefit a lot of people as much as it is benefiting you such abundance coming from you so yeah I'm super glad that we get to have this conversation crit um I guess to wrap things up on our end um I do have a few more last questions for you absolutely Um, and as an entrepreneur who've grown her business for exponentially a lot I would say, and and growing yourself personally and professionally, what would you say are three main advice that you would have for a new entrepreneur who is still finding their way around this industry or this world? That's a brilliant question. So I think the first thing that I would say is you don't need to have all your ducks in a row when you are starting this entrepreneurial journey. Um, If you find something that you are passionate about, I think that you owe it to yourself to see it through, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it leads to a success or a failure that's irrelevant at this point, but you owe it to yourself because not many people get to find what they're passionate about. Not many people are that lucky. And when you do find something that you are passionate about, you know, you owe it to yourself. You owe it to that passion that you have to see it through, to give it your everything. So I guess that would be the first advice that I have. 
The second one is mental health and mindset is one of the core ingredients to being a successful business owner. Yes, you will have your money included, your processes, your resources, all of those things. Yes, they are important. But without mindset, without focusing on your mental health, without ensuring that your mental health is completely okay, without giving it the time that it needs, you cannot be successful because this journey is hard. It's really, really hard. Um, there have been days where you know you absolutely wonder, why am I doing this? And I think that it is in those moments that when you take care of yourself, you take care of your mental health, you take care of your mindset, you focus on it, it just makes the journey, I wouldn't say easier, but it makes you stronger so you can yeah. cope with it. Yeah. So I would say um, mental health and mindset, two very, very important things on this journey that you need to focus on. Um, and it's something that I value very deeply in my journey as well. So then I guess the third thing would be, uh, you know, uh, what else? What else? Let me think about this. <laughs> I guess, um, Smile. I guess, <laughs> um, I, guess mm. I would also want to say that, uh, you know, you know, when having a higher purpose really helps with this journey, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, for example, if you take me, yes, I want to build a business. Yes, I want to make money. Yes, I want to uh, have financial freedom and independence. Yes, I also want to travel the world. But I actually do have a higher purpose for my business. Yes. Uh, and that is to help business owners across the world. Fundamentally, that is what I want to do. That's why I started my YouTube channel. That's why I did my podcast. That's why I started on Etsy, you know. Each of these steps that I have taken only came because I had a higher purpose. And it's very, very important because the entrepreneurial journey is fundamentally not about yourself. It yeah. is about making a difference to the people around you. And once you understand that, I think that it clears out your mind. When you're in the mindset of working to create abundance for yourself, it's a completely different mindset when you are working to create abundance for someone else. And, you know, I think that if you follow your passion, if you follow your higher purpose, the money will come in. It will come in. I know people say this and, you know, probably people are tired of hearing this, but I am a living example. The first six months, I only focused on myself. But after that, once I got my higher purpose, things just opened. I started seeing more steps in the future than tomorrow or the next day. And I, I started having bigger visions for my own life, for the people around me, for my business, because I knew that if the bigger visions that I had for my business were going to impact the people around me in a bigger way and, and so on and so forth. So having a higher purpose for your business really changes the ball game. It changes the way you view your business and it changes the way you show up as well. Today, I'm showing up not for myself. I'm showing up for the business owners whose lives are making a difference. And, and that itself puts me in such a positive mindset to tackle any of the, the obstacles or the struggles that come my way. That's beautiful. So, yeah. Thanks for sharing that. I'm sure a lot of our audience would learn a lot from you, Print. And I Thank do you. want to give you the platform to share us where can we find you and your YouTube channel and your Instagram. And yeah, definitely. Would okay, absolutely. Yeah, so you can find me as the marketing nomad everywhere, basically. Of <laughs> so on, <laughs> so on YouTube, I usually share mindset tips for people to 
life necessarily that you have to be a business owner. That is just me sharing my journey so far. Um, and I have been through quite a bit in my life, not just in the last few years, but even from the beginning. So there's a huge inclination that I have um, to helping as many people as possible with their mindset. So that is something that I do on my YouTube. On my Instagram, it's more so about my quirky self, you know, what's happening behind the scenes and, you know, how I'm dealing with life and how I am navigating through my life as well, because this is an experience for me, right? It's a, it's a yeah. new experience for me. Each day is a new experience. So as much as possible, I share that on my Instagram page. My podcast is specifically for marketing business and mindset tips for business owners, entrepreneurs, and solopreneurs. My Etsy shop is a digital shop where I sell digital products for um, business owners and entrepreneurs to help them with their marketing. So these are a few places that you can find me. And of course, my website, in case you just want to check out other stuff for me, yes. it's um, themarketingnomad.co. So yeah, basically you just type in the marketing nomad, you will find me. I am everywhere. <laughs> I am everywhere. It doesn't even make sense anymore to me, but but it's 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 been it's amazing. Your brand. So yes, yeah, absolutely. That's, your brand. that's amazing. And I'll make sure everyone I'll be putting in the links at the bottom yes, as yes. well. Um, just so that it'll be easier for them to find you right away. Um, and so Prit, before we end, I do when want to ask you, what are you, what are the three things that you're most thankful for? Most thankful for my yeah. family. Um, I think my, the, the life that has been given to me on, up until now, regardless of the obstacles, the struggles, um, the pain and the frustration, it's led me to where I am today. And I can't imagine uh, a better destiny or a life that myself so all of the pain all of the struggles I am grateful for um, because it has led me down this path and I think the last thing that I am grateful for and it sounds weird but I am grateful for myself you know I I've fallen down I've picked myself yeah. up I you know my grit my determination my courage my strength all of those things I am grateful for because without myself I don't think I would have managed to you know, come this far without all of those qualities that make me who I am. So these yeah. are three things and yeah. Thanks for sharing and definitely not weird. I think it's, you know, sometimes <laughs> we forget about giving credit to- We your forget thing. about ourselves. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Really? And, and I'm like, no, you know, we should put ourselves, I, I think that there's this really beautiful line that I read and that is, if you were to name all the things that are beautiful, how long would it take for you to name yourself and, you know, and that hit me so much because I would never have put myself on the list ever. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> like, who am I to put myself on the list? <laughs> exactly. But yeah. I think that we, we do need to put ourselves on yeah. the list. We do need to acknowledge what we've been through and acknowledge the person that we are because that is beautiful. That is powerful in itself. So, yes. yeah, I'm on the list. 100% and you should agree. be on the list too, Chrissy. You should be on your list. From today onwards, I'm on the list too. <laughs> no, it's great because we make these choices, right? It's not like yes. it, opportunities are all around us. But yes. then we make that choice of what yes. which path we take. So let's not forget to take credit. That's a beautiful thing. Yes. Yeah. And Prit, what would you, what is your love message to yourself? What would you say to Prit? to myself oh mm -hmm. my god <laughs> don't cry actually cry oh yeah no, I, it's so emotional like you know yeah. like uh, talking to my future self but talking to myself today my future self talking uh, to myself uh, um, talking to yourself today yeah 
talking to myself today, mm -hmm. I, I would, I think I would say you're doing amazing. You're doing beautiful. Keep going. This, this is exactly why you were put on this earth for, and you're doing amazing. Just keep going. I think that is what I would say, because for me, those are just uh, things that I don't know. It's, it makes me feel like, yes, I'm doing something with my life. I'm doing, I'm making a difference. So yeah, that would be something that I would say myself, keep going. Uh, thanks for sharing. And I'm pro emotion, good emotion, genuine oh. emotion. It's, it's human, right? So I'm glad that it you is. get to share that and you get to claim that as, you know, this is a part of my journey and I'm using it for something greater, right? So thank you so much again for your presence. Thank you. Thank you, Chrissy, so much for having me on your podcast. It's been such an amazing, like, you know, trip down the memory lane talking to you. You ask such fantastic questions. And, you know, I hope that I have helped your listeners in some way, um, you know, in, and I hope that my life provides a good starting point uh, for their life as well. You know, if they're dealing with something and, uh, you know, if you guys want to say hi or, uh, you know, just yes. chat with me, definitely <laughs> do come and say hi. I'm a pretty friendly person. I'm quite funny as well. Um, I wouldn't yes. think anything of it. Definitely let me know what you liked about this episode. Um, and, you know, yeah, Chrissy and I, I'm pretty sure we'll keep in touch after this. 100%. I like, you know, the conversations that I have with Chrissy, they're just so amazing. I think even the pre-interview call that we had, yes. absolutely so much fun. You know, Chrissy and I were just like going back and forth and you're we like, totally, we know we've got this podcast. Yes, it's like we've met before. <laughs> absolutely. So, you know, I, I definitely enjoyed being on your podcast, Chrissy. Thank you so much for having me here. You're very welcome. And thank you so much for your courage and sharing those stories. I know it's it's not easy to bring up those pain points but uh, I'm glad that you were able to bring them up with such courage and such beautifully thought ideas and concepts and just it just shows a lot of how strong you are as a person so thank you, thank you so much and I hope we get to do this again and yes. enjoy the rest of your year and hopefully you get to travel up north in the mountains yes <laughs> like Chrissy's like you better come here you yeah. better come here <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> awesome well yes, thank you we'll, we'll thank definitely you so much Chrissy catch up very soon bye guys bye Chrissy bye everyone thank you again and here's to hoping that your day is filled with peace joy and love Keep speaking your truth and manifesting your dreams and always remember to nurture healthy relating. You may be told that you're not that special, but hey, you matter because you are unique. You are put in this earth as an energy container and it's time to open yourself up and share what you've got. I am so rooting for you and hope to have you here again at Moments with Chrissy.